And we're back, baby. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm here joined by Kylie, Kai Cat herself. Kylie, why don't you say hi to the people? Roll the intro. <laughs> Much more recently this time, I am back on the podcast with another person talking in to the metal lattice. And this time, it is fortunately Kylie, the first non-Renee female to grace this podcast. So, mm-hmm. Kylie, why don't you tell us about yourself? Hello. I am a freshly 21-year-old, not as fresh as Caleb over here, but I am a senior at Auburn University, graduating with exercise science, going into chiropractic. So, I am almost done with college, and that is a wild thought for me, because the real world is scary, but I am from a small town up in up in North Alabama called Athens, and it is not in Georgia. Do not get it confused. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fun little fact, me and Caleb actually grew up like right 45 minutes away from each other. It's crazy. It, it, Didn't it's even know wild. it. <laughs> Very small town. Very small, small. Small state. Small. small. <laughs> and I'll tell you, you know, Kylie, I'm very impressed. Is is Athens a part of the 256 area code? It is. It is. See, you know what's good is, is a lot of people who live in the 256, they'll just really say, oh, I'm just from Huntsville. So I applaud I do you. I, <laughs> oh, you know what? I, never mind. I say around Huntsville. I say Huntsville area. And then they'll be like, oh, what area? I'm like, well, it's like, they're like, if they like know about Huntsville, I'm like, well, I, I'm from Athens, but you know, people just know Huntsville better. So you're sometimes a fraud, but not always. <laughs> no, I'm like 50% fraud. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. I only elaborate if they know about Huntsville in that area. Yes, I have unfortunately become a lot more elitist about that kind of thing, um, oh. which is which is kind of mm. embarrassing, but I'm not I'm not too worried about it because now it's like, people are like, oh, I'm from Huntsville. And I'm like, oh, where from? They're like, actually, it's like kind of in Tennessee. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Okay, no, see, no, I'm better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Good enough for me. So, yes, Kylie, uh, she was giving me a short list of her educational experiences. Uh, went to a, a decent-sized high school, I guess, in, in East Limestone. Yes. Yes, so very fun. We had a bit of a different experience there, of course. I went to the, the private school in, in the big Huntsville city. Um, so, you know what? Scrap all that. I, <laughs> usually in this segment, I, I like to talk about the other person. Um, but, uh, and we also know that, oh, Caleb likes to talk about how he knows these people and all that. Um, and so... Kylie, I, I kind of forgot how I met Kylie. Cards on the table. Like I, I, she's one of those people. Like I talked about with Sam last episode. You just sometimes you just you know them. You just you, you just know, know don't know one day and the next you do. Exactly. And so I kind of remember like my my first big interaction with her maybe, um, but she has told me that she has something to say about it specifically, and that's why I'm getting right into it right now. So Kylie, I'm excited to hear about it. Okay, so my first experience with Caleb is his open mic night with oh, really? Harrison. Yes, when you emceed with him. All right. So that was my first impression. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is probably a really fun guy, huh? Oh, okay. And then, and then I saw you every now and then with Renee, and <laughs> I made the very wrong assumption. I was like, are they related? <laughs> They're with each other all the time. And I'm like, maybe they're dating. I, I can't tell if you're dating or related. Because, you know, whenever you first meet someone, you're not going to be like all over each other, you know. Well, not like, usually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm 
realize now that is not correct. <laughs> yes. You, you know. I actually asked Savannah at uh, whenever we did the Target scavenger hunt. Oh, really? Yes. And I was like, I was like, I was like, Savannah, are, what is their relationship? She was like, what do you mean? I'm like, like <laughs> what kind of relationship are, do they have? Are like, are they siblings? She was like, no. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. She never told me about that. <laughs> Probably because I would have been embarrassed. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm going to ask her about it now. I think, I, I mean, it's honestly, I mean, it's pretty funny. But... She probably doesn't even remember it, honestly. Okay, I thought you were going to say, like, you thought it was, like, a gay best friend or something. Oh, no, 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 This no, is, this no, is no, better no. than that. Okay. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, all right. Wow, okay, so I didn't know it was that. Okay, that makes sense on the timeline then. But, yeah, yeah. it's real siblings are dating type thing. I've never actually gotten that before. That's That's, that's really pretty funny. Yeah. But, okay, fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> but either way, I guess shuffling on from that, Kylie was always nice to me. Yeah. I'll say so. I'm I'm proud to say that. And of course, the the open mic night she's talking about is the is the one with me and with Harrison and I. Of course, it's uh, two dogs playing poker. We talk about it there. It was a great time. Day man and night man. Day man and night man. Um, I was actually talking about Harrison. Uh, I was talking with Harrison about that today. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a musical number for those of you who don't know or neglected to listen to that one episode. How did you feel about that? Your music number? Do you remember the musical number? No. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that, that tells me all I need to know then. No, Whatever. I don't, I don't. This was, oh, that was also my first open mic night, too. Oh, really? That was my first. And I actually performed on my first open uh, mic she night. She did. I remember she was up on the ukulele, I on think. On the ukulele. Hey, that was pretty good. I, okay, now I remember not knowing you and like seeing you then that one time. Okay, yeah. that, makes, that makes a lot more sense yeah. now. But yeah, you know, I'll tell you, Kylie, that was like my second open mic night because I went to one... And, like, Renee's mom was in town. Mm-hmm. I was, like, freshman year, like, mm-hmm. before uh, the virus. And then I came back on that one and, like, hosted, which was pretty. It was all right. But, uh, yeah, good times then, I suppose. Uh, did we do something after? I don't really remember. I don't know. I don't think so. I didn't really know a lot of people then. So if y'all might have, but I did not. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I remember at least one time we went to uh, a, a mutual friend of ours named uh, Jonathan, uh, who might be on the podcast one day. Who knows? I don't see him as much anymore. He has his own Jonathan. podcast, I think. But yeah, I remember we went to his house and um, I saw you there. I talked to you more there. But I don't know. Yeah. But here we are now. Here we are now. More importantly, that was like last semester. Yeah. So I don't so, really know what like made us friends instantly. Yeah, I, just, you know, I, I don't know. It's just hanging out on the porch, I guess. I guess I, sometimes that'll do it. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's it's really good to have Kylie on because I feel like I say it more and more often of how I um, I don't know this guest the most. And last time, mm-hmm. I think it was Harrison who I didn't know. Like the, or I, I knew him the least amount of time. I don't know. That makes sense. But I know Kylie for an even shorter amount of time. So we're going to yeah. see how this one flies. Because <laughs> usually, as as you all may know, I, I like to, to kind of fill in this first part with uh, ooh, how we met, funny story. We don't got any of that. <laughs> we don't got that. We're just, we're just kind of flying off the rail with that. Um, so, yeah, you know what? We can kind of, we'll get into the motion of at least a little bit about, a little more about Kylie and how we kind of relate in a sense. Um, so Kylie uh, has some siblings. Yes. I have one, of course, but she had all girl siblings and a couple of male cousins. Mm -hmm. And I find it very funny because, like she was telling me, she played the GameCube with (laughs) the boys. And had the classic the classic thing happen. So you can you can you can tell us about that and potentially your realization that they were doing it to you. So I have two older sisters and then I have three cousins. Two of them are male and one is female. And um, I'm the youngest of all of them. 
So we could, and this is by between like three to five year gaps mm. between me and my siblings, cousins, you know. So you can imagine how that like dynamic is between like, you know, like a five year old and a 10 year old. So right. I would, uh, <laughs> we would play, monkey ball was a big one that we played. Oh, monkey classic. Ball. We loved monkey ball. But uh, they would do the old, give me a controller, but not plug it in. <laughs> And then have someone else be playing who I thought I was. They did that a few times without me realizing it. But when I did realize that they were doing that, we were actually on our way to... No. Bush Gardens. We were on our way to Bush Gardens. Classic. Good. Underrated theme park. Underrated theme park. It was great. Rode my first roller coaster there. But uh, so they had a, a... they were fancy. They had the TV in the car, and they had a way to plug the GameCube in in the car. And I thought that was the most craziest thing in the world. But So we were playing monkey ball in the car, but then I realized <laughs> <laughs> that they had given me a controller that wasn't actually plugged in, and that they had Reed, the, my oldest cousin, playing for me, quote-unquote, and... Of course, he was the best one, so I was winning. Yeah, yeah you're stunting <laughs> but out. But I realized it, but I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just pretend <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> and I just went on with it. Yes. And you know, Kylie, I know you said you used to think it was the coolest thing. I still think it's the coolest thing because I do that still had think a cool. lot of plugs. I don't know how yeah. they did it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but that, that is, a, that is, is a modern marvel. That is modern marvel. I'll right tell you there. what, because I, mean, I watched movies like in the car, but mm-hmm. like that made, I think those were like battery powered, maybe, but like. Like the little lap ones? I guess. I don't know. I don't remember. Like but we had like little part- partable? portable part- yeah, DVD the, the, players. The partable DVD players. <laughs> the partable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's still weird to me that they managed to hook up the GameCube. What a I don't, brilliant they ingenuity. Just, uh, well, that is the only car that I've ever seen be able to do that. Because like whenever, well, I guess the one that we also had one in my car, my mom's car in our mm. uh, CRV, it's was all on the ceiling though. Okay. And I guess there might have been like the little three prong one. Yeah. But I don't remember. Yeah. That um, is that is pretty that, that's nutty either way. However they however they figured it out. It's still cool. It's still cool. <laughs> it's still cool. More power to them. <laughs> but yeah, um uh, and like Kyla was telling me before, a lot of in, in here again, I want to I want to reiterate this. A lot of things we may talk about are things that she just told me before the podcast. So this is really a, a learn a big learning moment. Um, she so she's kind of close with her family, which is you know a brilliant blessing. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, she had a, I guess you, would you call them traditions at, at Easter, perhaps? <laughs> yeah. That were similar to me, and I have a little bit of a tangent, but I'm gonna let her I'm gonna let her talk about yeah. it first. Okay, so. Our biggest tradition is with Christmas, which we didn't talk about, but I'm going to talk about it now. Perfect. (laughs) Um, So at Christmas, we always, you know, we had all the family over at my granddaddy's house. Uh, So we would all gather in the basement. We still do this, but it's, he, he's moved. So we're just in the living room. But so, (laughs) but way back when we were in the basement because that's where, where uh, the biggest like room was for the tree and everything. So we would get in a circle and we would go around the room and say, well, first we would, granddaddy would read the Christmas story out of the Bible. Okay. So we'd listen to that and then they made us sing most of the time because my uncle loved it. Uh, That's cute. I wish we did it more, honestly. Mm. Everyone hated it, but I loved it. (laughs) 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 But I'm kind of a performer anyway. So, you know. 
So, you know, I loved it. They hated it. They were like, I don't want to sing Rudolph. <laughs> like, but it's fun. <laughs> but, you know, so we, we sang every, every few years or so. But uh, then the biggest one that we still do that uh, everyone is, what's the word? I got nothing, man. <laughs> what's that word? Is uh, I always want to say it's grudging, but that's not the right word. Dreading, dreading, dreading. Okay, dreading. The, the one thing that everyone's dreading is you have to think of what you what you learned from the year and okay. what you've been thankful for and what you like something like big that's happened. What you're thankful for, you know, all mm. that. So anything can be said. Usually there's tears. Usually Aww. it's from my mother. <laughs> love that woman. Mom moment. <laughs> Mom moment. I love her. But you know, so that's the biggest tradition that we have that we still do to this day. Uh, another one is with Easter and we don't do this one as often just because most of us are older, but we do have little grandkids now, little cousins to me, nieces and nephews to my now adopted cousins because my, uh, to my aunt and uncles, they, uh, they fostered kids. Very cool. Very cool. And they ended up adopting three of them and... We have babies now. Wow. And yeah. It's a fun time. A lot of kids. <laughs> a lot of kids. Yeah, there's like six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe not that much. I don't know. I can't count right now. But uh, so with Easter, we would have a big Easter egg hunt at my, also at my granddaddy's house. We did a lot of this at my granddaddy's house because my grandmother at the time had breast cancer, mm. uh, which she eventually passed away from, sadly. Mm. But, you know. How's life? That's how life goes. It's okay. It's it's we're all good now. Okay. It's, it's been a while. It's like twenty ten. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it was a long time ago. But sure. we would do it at Granddad's house, and he had a huge backyard and stuff. And it like there's like a huge hill, so like you know, mm. you they could be anywhere. Anything goes. So we yeah. have just like the normal Easter eggs with like the candy and stuff, and then we'd have our own little Easter egg that only we could find. If like you found someone with a name on it then you have to put it back if it's not yours. Okay. So that would have, like, it would have money in it. It would have, like, $5 in it or something. And then we would have the good ones, <laughs> which is our silver and gold eggs. So if you find one, you can't look for the other one. So if you found the silver and you know the gold's still out there, you could, like, go look for the gold. But then, you know, if someone finds you, would be like, well, I know what silver is. Yeah, <laughs> so go it's, get it's, it. It's a real bird so, in the hand <laughs> So, like, the silver thing. one had, like, 15, and then the gold had 20. Which, so that was a big deal. Oh, I yeah. don't know why they did that. We did not need money. <laughs> I need it now. But, right. <laughs> you know, so that's a that's probably one of the only, like, traditions I can really think of for that. You know, fair enough. And I, I think it's interesting that you had the money eggs. That might be a common thing. Um, but I know we did it at my grandma's house. And she had, like, she had a pretty... I wouldn't say exotic, but it was a it was a, a lush backyard. Like there was, she had mm-hmm. a garden and trees and all that. So there was there was a lot of opportunity for eggs. Um, and so it used to be my 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 brother is four years older than me, and so he was a lot more uh, cunning of a of a of a, a little kid uh, even. And so like yeah, he would usually like stomp me, walk clean clean me out, whatever. <laughs> um, and I remember one time, and if if my dad's listening to this, he's gonna find it hysterical. Uh, I remember when I was probably like. Maybe four or five, I got one that had a rock in it. I don't know who put the rock in there, but we were like counting up our money or like what we got from the eggs. And I was like, I got a rock. And he just, he lost. He loved that so much. Um, so yeah, that. Same, yeah, same energy. Same energy. Um, 
but I will say about that, I, we, we took a hiatus for maybe 10 years, but we recently picked it back up. And I did it with, I brought my girlfriend, Renee, and my brother brought his girlfriend down there. And we all collected eggs and f- figured who could get the best ones. And I stink and ripped my pants. That's the, fir- <laughs> that's the first instance oh, no. of me ripping my pants. My stepmom luckily was able to like sew oh, it back no. together. But that was like, I know everyone has their pant ripping story. That's oh, like I my very first. Well, let's hear your pant ripping story. <laughs> it's not like too like traumatic or anything so mine i have bigger thighs for a girl and so my jeans they don't usually last very long right so (laughs) i'm wearing skinny jeans i was in like middle school so you know this was like traumatizing at the time because also my sisters made fun of me afterwards (laughs) so we were in bed bath and beyond of all places and i just like went to i think i dropped something I don't oh, no. know, but I, you know, you had to do the, do, do the squat to bend down and like my pants just like ripped right on my thigh where my thighs mm. were because, you know, that's where the most tension is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but luckily it wasn't like a very noticeable. I was just like, really? I was like, oh. <laughs> and she was like, it's okay. You, you know, one can see it. Just sit normally. You'll be fine. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> But wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. That, that's not that bad. I mean, yeah. like, fortunately, I wasn't in a, pu- I wasn't in a, like a public setting. Like, that's mm-hmm. got to stink for you. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> then my sisters are like, "Ha ha! You ripped your pants." I'm oh. like, "It's fine. <laughs> Don't talk about it." <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is this jumping off that. This is not necessarily my story to tell, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Uh, very recently, I was playing spikeball with some friends, and uh, we had a friend, uh, Sammy, who came. He may be on one of these days, and he can tell it again if he wants to. We'll have a lot to talk about. I'm sure but um we were over there and um like i was i was out like i was not playing at the time but at one point i think he like laid out for it and we were like someone was like sammy you good and he looks down and his pants are like a sailboat like split like all the way down (laughs) no i love and and the best part about it was like he he left shortly after like someone had an extra pair of shorts they were trying to give him he's like nah no shame i'm just gonna (laughs) walk i'm just gonna walk back that is like the most sammy thing i've ever it is it's class Uh, true true to form if if i could say and the funny thing was he told me that like he walked back and no one even like laughed pointed her out or anything and he felt no shame and i'm like man what a world we live in you just gotta own it and (laughs) And they won't question you because according to spongebob and a lot of tv shows i mean pant ripping was a big concern when i was a little guy same thing with quicksand you know, it, it's they were, falling on your head. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Those are real things that can happen. Not really though. No. But uh, but of that course. was that was kind of bonkers. But it, but yes. Either way, I just I'm proud to hear that we have a, a similar, maybe good family experience. Yeah. I don't know if y'all got to do this yet. My mom, for some reason, like whenever it's our birthday or like in a big occasion, like when I graduated in like high school, she would like make us do speeches, or like be like, all right, <laughs> say something, tell us something, tell us something. And I guess you kind of mentioned it about like one thing you learn from the year and then you mm-hmm. sing your songs like so that's kind of related but you really get singled out and my family I, f- I feel very singled out whenever i have to tell them what i'm thankful for oh, and yeah. what i learned from the year okay, you know what fair enough we can we can relate even further then perfect everyone does it even the little kids that can talk they do it too i, I bet that's just so sweet it is. <laughs> so when does your mom usually start crying when when it's our kids or when it's the little babies or does she even do it anymore um well, it's usually if anyone has something like really traumatic that happened in the year. Oh, well. Or if like if someone. Oh my goodness, my cousin Savannah that I've been mentioning. She's part of the the OG cousins. Uh, she's the youngest of her two older brothers. She just had her first baby, mm-hmm. 
and so did uh, her middle brother, Austin. They both just had their first babies, and mom bald like a little baby <laughs> the first time she held held them oh it was so funny i was <laughs> i looked at my son i was like can you imagine what she's gonna be like when one of us has kids oh <laughs> but you know and then of course my my uh step grandmother she leaned over to us and said the same thing i was like that's what i just said yeah yeah <laughs> golly know. but yeah so like christmas if she's if she cries it's usually because it's something like that mm-hmm. or if like sickness got better something like that okay so it's usually over big things so it's not like just like she's crying over nothing okay okay that's fine because the rest were just like come on mom (laughs) (laughs) i know a lot of moms who cry and i think that's so freaking funny like that's where i get it from i guess so (laughs) i I cry a lot and i admit that every single day (laughs) yeah Yeah, we we talked about this recently i don't Mm -hmm. i'll tell you what like the last time i cried was uh christmas with the cranks And so, which is very different from Kylie's last cry, I would imagine. Oh no, it's not. My last cry was Mulan. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're of the same vibe. Yeah. I think I think one line just got it. I'm not going to spoil it, but one character they they have a reconciliation, mm-hmm. and it was very sweet. Yeah. And I think some there's something moving about that. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd cry if I watched it again. Like I'm gonna get it. Here I am telling other people stories, but like Renee's mom. Like, whenever they watch It's a Wonderful Life, she always cries, <laughs> which I don't understand how you can do that, like, repeatable, repeat movie crying. It depends. So, let me see. I know that I've cried at the same movie multiple times. I Like, Coco, that movie makes me oh, cry yeah. almost every single time. The Lion King, I cry every single time. Wow. <laughs> it's just, well, with The Lion King was my, was my favorite Disney movie growing up mm-hmm. as a kid, because, you know, lions, jungle, it's fun. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> There's music, it's fun, you know. But uh, I think it's just an emotional attachment, yeah. and just seeing it happen over and over again it's, can be a little, a little sad. Hitch, yeah. hitch, hitching the heartstrings, tugging on them. So right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, my my favorite part about that movie is I think like I've seen memes about it. And it's like, oh, your father just died? Have you tried not freaking worrying about it? And like that's like Hakuna Matata. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. <laughs> oh, what a, what a good movie. He's so worried. Yeah. Oh, there she goes with the, with the performer yet again. <laughs> very, very cool. Yeah, I, I was fortunate. A lot of my Disney movie experience were over like VHS and stuff. And everyone's has their like diehard... Oh, really? Yes. Perfect. I think there's just something hits different about VHS tapes. VHS tapes having to rewind. Mm, uh, the... Class. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but I will say, like, everyone has, like, their diehard, like, oh, best Disney movie ever. Like, I never I never had that. Did you have one that was just knockout, like, your favorite? I mean, it was Lion King for the longest time, but um, I watched The Lion King and The Little Mermaid. Okay. And then this is a Disney but Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron, a classic. Classic. It's cartoon, cartoonish, cartoonish. animated. Every, so my aunt and uncle, they they were the movie people. Okay. If we wanted a movie, you asked them, you asked them for Christmas, they would always get it for you. And they had drawers that were about this big, which is probably about like two feet long. They had like three of them. Wow. That are in there. That was in their like, uh, what's that called? A dresser. A dresser. A dresser. Yes. yes. <laughs> In their dresser, in their living, in their their living room, in their bedroom, okay. and they were full of movies. Interesting. Like you, you, like you had to like stuff them back in there. Wow. Like they had <laughs> all of them. <laughs> so you wanted to watch a movie, you went to Lee and Snow's house, and uh, we were over there all the time. But my, their favorite story to tell about me is that they say, "You want to watch movies?" I was like, "Yeah." What do you want to watch? Jimmy Neutron. Every single time. <laughs> and then every time with the little when the chicken people came on with the. 
That was... I'll go for it. I don't, I don't remember. I don't, sure. But... Okay, so there's, like, this scene where they're, like, on the bad guy ship, and they, they're, like, chickens for some reason. I can't remember. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I say, is, are those the bad guys? <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. Did not fail. You know what? Sometimes I make a mistake, and I... You know, I'll try to fit something in, like, oops, haha, um, we had to take a break, but I made it sound seamless type thing. But I'm not going to do that this time. Cards on the table. The, the computer's been on the fritz. You know what? It's it's, it's, it's hot in Auburn. Technology hates me. Oh, okay. You, okay. If you would have said that a second later, you could have called yourself hot in a way. Because I'm about to say, like, oh, the summers in Auburn are hot. And I thought you said, oh, so am I. Or something like that. It's because of me. Oh, no, like, no, no, oh, no. no. We don't do that. We don't do that around here. <laughs> Technology hates me. Fair enough, then. That That's also fine. So, yes. Cards on the table. Technological difficulties. The app I was using to record this just stopped. And so it was like, all right. But luckily, we're back in business, baby. Um, and you and, and I'll say, Kylie, I'm just looking. You filled my water up really high. I did. So, so thank you. Thank you for that. Um, but I you know what? <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, anyway, getting back into Jimmy Neutron. Uh, funny thing about Jimmy Neutron, um, I don't know if they're still as big as they once were. They were very large, maybe in the late spring, early summertime. Do you remember seeing the Grubhub commercials with the animated people? Yes. Yes. Okay, you don't sound as thrilled yes. about it as I, but they actually exist in the same universe as Jimmy Neutron. I've heard you talk about this before <laughs> okay. at Johnny's. Okay, yeah, ne- <laughs> never mind then. Did, I, wait, no, 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 didn't have something? In a in a roundabout way, I don't really know like how it came into like conversation, but um, I, there's there's a I video that I, explains it a lot better than I can. Was, but I thought this was the Kroger commercial, not the Grubhub. Was it Grubhub? I think it was Grubhub. It might be. I mean, I think the, Kroger just has the same. Kroger thing. has a similar animation that kind of wigs me out. I don't really understand it. But um, yeah, the whole thing about the Grubhub thing being related to Jimmy Neutron, I don't remember it exactly. But basically, the people are all related. Um, the guy who's playing video games is Jimmy. You can tell by the things in the background. Uh, he has a dog, which is the dog, whose name I forgot. And he's so hyper-intelligent. He could find the best deals f- for tacos on the app. No Obviously. no regular dog can do that. Obviously. It has to be the robo-dog. Um, Sheen is obvious. I think all the characters are pretty obvious. Um, the girl who has who's pregnant with the baby gets crushed by the Grubhub bag. And so that's why the dad is single. It's it, it's heavy. It's heavy. Just look up Grub, Grubhub Jimmy Neutron. You'll know it when you see it. Wow, that's amazing. But darn it, I think it's time to to kind of to kind of pivot uh, into into something more recent. So yet again, in our conversation to figure out what we're going to talk about on this podcast, Kylie and I uh, had a shared experience with two other people who did not. Who did not believe. They did not believe. Yeah, to, to state it frankly. Um, so I, in the past, have um, tried some hypnosis, like YouTube videos. I, I really enjoy it. They're not necessarily hypnosis, but they're the ones where you have to look at it for a certain amount of time, and then you look around the room, and things move. That is occultism. Yeah, that's not necessarily hypnotism, but it is like, you know, it messes with your brain. But um, I have done some, like, just you sit down, shut your eyes, and listen to it, and you see what happens. And I did it at a friend's house, and, like, I was laying on the ground. They were all sitting on the couch, and you're supposed to be relaxed. And, like, when it was over and done with, like, it worked for me. <laughs> and so 
it, 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 basically, it was hypnotizing you in, in nine minutes and 51 seconds. It was hypnotizing you into not wanting to talk or to not talking, period. It's called Meet Your Voice, and if it works, it's supposed to last up to up to two hours, but doesn't always. Sure, and, and I think similarly, when I was at my friend's house, like, you know, it was completely wild. I remember getting up, popping up, and being like, holy moly. And I didn't say that, obviously. I was like... This is this Sorry. is weird. Yes, <laughs> sharp gas. They were like, "That was weird," and I was like, "No, man, that was crazy." Is what it was. And they were like, "Come on, Caleb, quit messing around." And I'm like shaking my head no. And eventually, like, I forced myself to talk, and it felt like I was like pulling something out of my throat to talk. Yeah. It was weird. It was yeah, like it was yeah. deep and gone. And so, let's let's talk about let's talk about how it was at ACF when we did it. <laughs> okay, okay. So we, how many of us were there? Like four of us. Yeah, there was four of us. Okay, so me, Caleb, and then the other two people over there, Sammy was one of them. <laughs> classic, classic Sammy. Classic Sammy. Uh, well, we were all on our own separate couches because ACF has couches and it's great. Um, so we were just laying there. I <laughs> was, I will preface this with saying I was a little tipsy <laughs> when I did this. A little more suggestible. <laughs> I was a little more suggestible because, uh, and I say that because I did it again today and it did feel different. Oh, really? It was different. Okay. But it still worked both times. I'm going to say that. But at ACF first time, this is the first time I've ever tried to be hypnotized because it, it scared, it's always scared me. I'm don't like the idea of someone having control over my brain sure because you know no (laughs) no uh but so i was laying there had my eyes shut you know for some reason i was laying like a dead person i was just laying there arms crossed (laughs) whatever works arms crossed it was comfortable and i was like all right this is it (laughs) and so i personally think with hypnotism the only way it will work is if you are going to allow your yeah. mind to be that suggestible. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. It's a YouTube video, so it can't be bad, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's a, kind of my mindset that I went in, going into it. And uh, so I was just laying there and I kept like telling myself, like, I'm going to listen and I'm going to obey. That's just like what I did the entire time. And then, you know, following along with like the deep breaths and the imagining things. Sure. So. I did that, and I felt my whole body go numb. Oh, really? <laughs> I did. I said, I am tingling. <laughs> and I was like, this is the trance. <laughs> and it was. And it was It was very. It was a very relaxing experience, though, for me. Yeah. I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. I think bottom line, I think a lot of people can agree that, like, it is, it is definitely relaxing. But, yeah. like, for you really do, you're right. You have to, like, allow yourself mm-hmm. to be able to, like, let go. Yeah. And I think that's it. I mean, that, it was kind of nice, like... I got up and I was like, I know it. Like, I don't know if I had like a, I remember there was a moment where I felt like tingly and I was like very light. Like if, if it would have kept going for another 10 minutes, I might've like fallen asleep and been like, yeah, just like whatever state, I don't know. Dead to the world. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so I don't know, man. I, what, did you do the same one today? Yes, I did. I did the same one today during the day. Cause I was like, you know what? Cause after we did it, I, uh, did the hypnotism. I went back to my house and, like, went straight to bed. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know how long it would have worked. So I did it again today because I wanted Savannah. Because Savannah wanted to do it. So the only thing that felt different in the trance state, I guess, it wasn't as intense, I guess, was the best way. To, it just wasn't as intense. 
But it's still, I could still feel the, like, the lightness. I don't know if it, I would call it a lightness, but it was like a lightness to my vocal cords, like they weren't there. Okay. You know, so it, I still feel like it worked today. I, it didn't, it only, I, I did fall asleep though after again. <laughs> so, so, you know, it, it, but after I woke, cause I took my nap to, that I took today was after that. Cause I was like, I'm already here on the couch. I'm napping. Mm-hmm. So I took a nap and then when I woke up, I still felt like I couldn't talk. Interesting. Like whenever I did finally talk, I was like, I was forcing myself to. So people can say like, you're faking it or you're like, whatever. Yeah. But that's the, the just doubters. my experience. The doubters, Sammy. <coughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I fully believe that hypnotism is a real thing. Maybe the YouTube YouTubers aren't as uh, maybe reliable. Yeah, probably not. As like a professional that's like has the credit the accredited reliable source but, yes you know. of course all the but trigger words and all that i think it's really up to you though because i mean it's like you, the mind is a very powerful thing oh yeah and i think it's can do a lot more things than we as people have accepted it or at least as a society and some people have and you can see that in like buddhism too that's the entirety of like enlightenment is yes yeah allowing yourself to go to those certain places with your mind mm-hmm. I, I vibe quite hard with that i think that is I do a, too. it's a very magnificent thing mm-hmm. and i feel like it, it really is it's given only to the ones who are patient enough to like let it happen mm-hmm. and so like i don't know if i'd ever get to that point and i'm not a buddhist reach enlightenment that takes like years <laughs> yeah i mean people people sitting out there doing nothing like that's what they do all day like that's yeah, no bananas I could, uh, t- too adhd brain yeah. <laughs> Undiagnosed, but you know, I still think it's there. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe when I'm an old boy, an old man, and I don't have any huge things going. Yeah. You know, maybe. But uh, when I'm old and wise. <laughs> when I'm already when I'm already wise, I don't need it. But yeah. Yeah. Hot dog. Yeah. I think, man, it, there's something very graceful. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, mm-hmm. and um, I'm a big like let go of control kind of guy because I find that so often in our lives, uh, people want to control more. They feel that controlling more will bring them security, but then when you realize that when all you when all you worry about is controlling everything, then it really just puts a strain and worry on you. Yeah, it's all very that. it's also very freeing whenever you finally do just like give it up for the first time. It's very like and honestly, the first time that I like actually allowed myself Uh so cards on the table yet again. Uh the thing <laughs> the machine has broken. Really, you have seen the rise, decline, and downfall of my entire setup this episode. It has been nothing but good the last few, but it has finally decided to poop itself. I'm so sorry. And be done. I think Kylie has told me she is cursed. I am cursed with technology. I'm so sorry. And I'm really starting to believe it. So let's let's get back to it. Let's talk the mind's about... mind's a powerful thing. Mind's a powerful thing. Let's talk about freeing our minds. Um... What what do you think the key is, Kylie? What do you think the key is to freeing your mind? Mm, probably patience, honestly. Because patience is key for a lot of things in life, such as like re- your relationships with people needs a lot of patience, and you're going to need patience with yourself. And just like, also like an acceptance and open-mindedness. Yeah. So those are top 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 three. Top, top, three. top three. Coming top in at number four. <laughs> Coming in at number four. It's gonna be a strong will. Strong obvious, will. obvious pick here. 
Oh, oh man, that's funny. And way at the bottom, pride. <laughs> Gotta put that aside. You can't have any of that. None <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think... Um, I th- man, you know, I think number one for me, it's got to be the desire to do it because I think mm-hmm. like if you don't have that, then you don't nothing else. I mean, yeah, willpower. It, you could also be right in saying like patience. If you have patience, then it'll naturally come. You know what? I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna scratch my answer. I think you need a lot of willpower because and because. So I've been seeing this thing on the wonderful world of TikTok, a thing called. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been seeing this thing where people are, it's called shifting. I don't oh know if you've Yeah. I, I, I haven't heard of it, but I know it's going to be weird. All right, let's hear it. All right. So the thing, the goal is that if you are focused enough and if you are like solely dedicated to it, I guess, you can shift realities of that up for your consciousness. All right, I bet. All right, go ahead. Tell me more. <laughs> I don't know that much about it, but I was like, you know what? I don't know if this is a real thing, but, you know, if it is, that's going to be pretty dope. Yeah. So, you know, she, the girl that I, like, kind of, like, saw her pay on, she's, like, 16, mind you, but, and she, she shifts, she shifts, she shifts to the Marvel Universe, so, which I think is pretty cool. So, like, you can, like, shift into realities of whatever you want. So, like, it can be, like, an anime. Harry Potter's a big one. Marvel's a big one. Or, like, something, a reality you make up yourself. It could, it's basically, like, it's almost like tricking your mind into thinking you're not present. But you can do it while you're awake or while you're asleep. So, if you're not a baby shifter. A baby but, shifter. Yeah, if you haven't shifted before, you are a baby shifter. Man, I think I've seen so much garbage about that. Like, there's one about like changing realities while in the shower. <laughs> I, it's like something like she was like very important. Like you have to shut the curtain all the way, and I'm like, because you're opening the door. If you're obviously, I guess. I guess that's the, that's the only know. logical explanation. I don't know. I read it. I heard about it a long time ago, but it kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies. Like it's it's a little too weird for me. I don't know. I think you know what, Kylie. Like all things, I think there's a delicate balance. I do too. I think if you if you teeter too far one way or the other, you will reach madness. Mm-hmm. And what I mean in that is if you completely ignore any idea about reflection and like quiet time, I guess, then you'll go stir crazy because like you're not true to yourself and like you'll just lose your mind that way. But if you go too far, then you'll lose yourself that way. So I think you really gotta watch you gotta watch that odometer. But yeah. Fascinating, fascinating topics. People, they, yes. I don't know. If, I wonder if it's all the same thing, but people are just using different words for it. Because I, I guess, like you're right, the mind is a powerful thing, and we only use like a certain percent of it. That's not true. But oh, okay, cool. <laughs> that's been scientifically proven incorrect. Okay, how much do we use? All of it. It's just so it's. You know, have you seen the movie Lucy? I know that one movie where Morgan Freeman says, "What if we used?" Wait, no, Morgan Freeman doesn't say it. Another guy says, "What if we used a hundred percent of our mind?" That is Morgan Freeman, and it, that is Lucy. Oh, I'll be done. <laughs> no, I have not seen that movie, but yes, I have heard that line. Okay, well, uh, yeah. So that movie is basically saying that humans only use ten percent of the brain the entire time that you're like living, and that's not true. Uh, in my psychology classes, is what I'm getting this from. I am by far not qualified to be speaking on this as complete factual, but from my College level psychology classes, that is not true. And I've also, <laughs> they pulled up like scientific research studies that's like, that's not true. Because if you didn't use like 100% of your brain, you would couldn't function, hmm. basically. But 
also in saying that, that's just like functionality wise, mentally, like subconsciously, I could believe 10%. I could believe that in my opinion, Hmm. because with like reaching enlightenment and with like shifting realities, if that's real or like with hypnotism, hypnotism, hypnotodes, I think that takes a part of your subconscious that a lot of people don't know how to access. Yeah. And that's something that will take a lot of practice if you did want to. So, with that being said, that could be only 10% years. I, I guess so. That's, that's what they're rambling on about. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know that, um, I assume if you took the psychology and they talked about Sigmund Freud, and he has that whole thing <laughs> about the iceberg. And I think that's really cool because I the think some... iceberg? Someone, yeah. How, like... Um, like, there's the subconscious, and then, like, there's the ego, and, like, the superego, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how, yeah. like, there's so much we don't see or don't know. And I believe that yeah. because a lot of things, like, people do, and, like, subconsciously, like, that's such a, <clears throat> like, um, it's not cliche, but it's a really, like, it's used a lot. It's a very um, hot word, just saying, oh, I only do that subconsciously, subconsciously. But, like, changing your subconscious is kind of a weird thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why they call it a subconscious, you know, conscience, conscious, whatever. I mean, if you think about the word itself, like... What does it mean to be like within your subconscious? Like uh-huh. that means that you're not fully present in the world, right? Your subconscious it means you're. It's like your substitute conscience. I suppose so. So that means that you're in like, mm. say, the back room of your brain, oh. mentally. That word gives me the willies. The back room. I don't know another story. word to use for it. <laughs> yeah, the back rooms of your brain. That's kind of scary sounding, but go ahead. It is very scary sounding. And you know what? I think it can be a very scary thing, too. But that doesn't mean it's not something that you shouldn't explore if you're willing to and open to it. But I think when it comes to that, you also have to be very clear in what your intentions are and yeah. about how, like non-doubtful it's hard but that it can be really hard to shut off the doubtful parts of your brain yeah so i've heard about that there's like a similar thing um where people you can actually hold your breath a lot longer than your body allows you to Mm -hmm. and like um some girl was doing it for like scuba diving training and her brain would like she would be down there so long that her brain would start telling her like a bunch of doubtful things and she's had to tune it out and it's it's weird that our mind does Mm -hmm. that anyway that's also part of survival though I guess so. Because you're, whenever you're having to hold your breath, you're keeping oxygen from flowing to your brain, mm-hmm. and your brain like needs that to like you know function. So it's like, hey, you're getting to like our, our maximum. So maybe maybe no maybe don't do that. Maybe maybe you should get some, get some oxygen up in here because uh, we run us a little low. <laughs> yeah, and you know I guess the the deal with that is is there's like or at least how she explained it was um, basically like it was saying like. It was like cussing at her, like you're effing nothing. You're so stupid. You're such an idiot. Like oh. maybe, like our brain, like there's a part of our brain that we control, and I think there's a part we don't. Obviously, the subconscious, and so mm-hmm. I think the subconscious knows. It knows what we need sometimes, mm-hmm. and so it'll do what it thinks it needs to do, or what it has wor- worked on us in the past to do. And maybe since some some people are very susceptible mm-hmm. to. Like, I guess, hearing things in their mind, like, bad things about them, like, you're stupid, you're not enough, whatever. Yes. And so maybe it was like, maybe this will get her to do it. Maybe. I get again, like Kylie, I'm actually less qualified <laughs> to talk about any of this, but I wonder if that's the case. It's like, I guarantee it was like, okay, we need oxygen, go to the surface, but that wasn't working. And so yeah. it's like, okay, default, 
subconscious what you got. Call her stupid. <laughs> Call her stupid, that'll work. And, and it didn't. She stayed down there a really long time, so more power to her. But I I wonder about that. I really wonder about that whole thing. I mean, that, that also kind of plays into, like, mental illnesses, too. Yeah, I guess so. Because uh, people with, like, with depression and anxiety and, like, even, like, body dysmorphia, like, that's all your subconscious telling yeah. you things that aren't true. But that can also be because of trauma in the past or trauma that you're going through now and aren't realizing it or any other societal factors being like with women it's a big thing body dysmorphia is a huge thing with women because of how society paints the picture of beauty and how women should look so especially in like the early 2000s when you like tiny stick people where like this is the only way you can be beautiful if you are a size double zero anything else is like unacceptable like that right it's very harmful to to your mind and your your self-image and that can lead to body dysmorphia or depression or eating disorders yeah and i think that that i think that takes like i think like you said society painted the picture so it's almost like it's a conditioning mm-hmm. of the mind and so it's almost like we have to learn to like uncondition ourselves because yeah. Oh, is that exactly, <laughs> That's exactly what it is? What Look it at is. me. Look at you. Yeah, so smart. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, and the reason I, I think what that kind of that triggers in my mind is, is um, I guess a lot of stoic <laughs> stuff in there. I think it's probably Buddhist stuff too. But I'm a big stoic guy. I talk about it all the time. Um, and that's kind of a big thing is like reconditioning your mind into like seeing circumstances as not good or bad, but as opportunities for growth and like all that mm-hmm. kind of junk. And so I've kind of reconditioned my brain in that sense. Like, I'm a generally happy person. I've been fortunate enough to not suffer from any, yes, not suffer from any mental illness as, as, far, as, huh, as, far, as far as I'm concerned. Interesting. And um, kicking off yet Beat again. With my blue hair over <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, anyway, so just the other day, I had a friend of ours talk about how she wanted to be happy the next day and freaky everybody out and i was like okay like i'll try being sad for the whole day and and we were like no 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 that's too far that's too far but anyway so i don't know if i ever looped back around to telling you this but like even like in the morning i was like okay let me see if i can do this but the thing is make yourself sad yeah but that's the thing is like every day <laughs> it, it loops right back around what we were talking about the hypnotism. It, you have to want it, and that's what I was thinking. It's like I don't want to be sad, and I've already yeah. like I've already reconditioned my mind so much to like mm-hmm. not want that that it would take like a long, long time, time for me to be like okay. You know that is sad. so great for you. I'm so happy yes, that that's me, how your brain me, works. Mentally flexing. Yes. Oh, sh- I'm sh- so sh- happy for you. But I think, well, that, and that's just it, Kyla. And I think that's the big disconnect between people like me and people who have mental issues is because I see it as like, well, it's not that hard. But it's because well, it's, it's a process, yeah. you know? And so people are like, why don't you just try being happy? I don't understand the problem. Why don't you just ignore it? Why don't you just, why don't you just be happy? Well, why don't you, well, you see, Well, you see, when you have this little thing in your mind that's like constantly poking you, it's like stabbing you in the eye socket. Yeah, it's kind of hard to ignore that. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know. Um, and I guess this, this kind of falls along the same lines. It's kind of jumping a little bit. But there was this girl who... Um, she had a big. She had a bad migraine. It was very, very bad, and it was like it felt like it was behind one of her eyes or something. She explained it, and it like wouldn't go away. The doctors didn't know anything about it. They were like, "Oh, it's probably anxiety, whatever," um, and they couldn't. They couldn't figure it out. And um, whenever she tried to distract herself from it, like she could go to a movie, 
But whenever she got out of the movie, it was like the pen was like, I know what you were doing. You were trying to distract me. <laughs> and it was like, and we're coming back worse. Like, we're going to give you a worse time. And so even trying to distract it would only make it worse whenever she remembered again. Coming back for vengeance. Exactly. And so like that, not only does that not make sense to me, but what was fascinating was she went and talked to a psychiatrist. And what the psychiatrist says is that she needed to reframe what that pain was to her. And so she, he pretty much said, like, make yourself feel like a monk who, or, a, or like uh, a martyr who's being like burned at the stake. And she started doing that, and it, like, worked. It, like, made her feel better about it. And I'm like, well, hot dang. Isn't that interesting? And it, that, that whole story, like, I, I don't, there's no hard and fast, like, scientific basis for that. But it is weird how that simple reshaping into, like, this hurt is for a good cause, mm-hmm. like, changed her. And I don't know if she had any big, fat mental illness problems, dang it, but pretty crazy to me. It's just rewiring your brain. It's like it, you have to convince yourself that you're going to be okay in order yeah. to be actually be okay. Like with me, whenever I was in my depressive espresso mood, like, you know, like deep in it, I was, had to constantly tell myself every single day, like, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay. This is, it's just, it's going to go away. I just, I am happy because I liked my life after the the trauma was over, but, you know, I was still sad mm-hmm. for no reason. I was like, I have a lot of things to be grateful for. I have a lot of things to be happy about. Why am I still sad? Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be sad. I'm going to be sad right now, but I'm not going to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to make that choice. Yeah, yeah I guess so. That is, Even that though is the way. That it's not necessarily a choice to be depressed, but it, it just kind of comes on to you unwillingly but you have to willingly be able to want to get out of it Mm -hmm. for it to come out that's not to say i haven't (laughs) at uh this (laughs) uh ex-boyfriend who caused trauma uh his dad is his preacher and he is Mm -hmm. a pentecostal church he said he who it pissed me off (laughs) but he's about to light up i'm getting heated but uh his dad had the audacity (laughs) to say to say that you, these people that are depressed, why? Just don't. And I was like, I looked, I made dead eye contact with him. I said, sir, <laughs> do not speak anymore. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I was, I did not go home very happy that day. I, I, you know, I'll tell you, I wouldn't either. That is, no, I how like, ignorant. It's, it's a very ignorant thing to say, in my opinion. Because you you can't possibly know how hard it is for someone yeah. and how like deep they are in a depressive state. Because depression does have a lot of different levels to it. Mm-hmm. Like there's just like a seasonal depression that I go through now. Uh, you could just be having a bad day and that can be a depressed day, and that's fine. And you'll be fine the next morning, and it's all fine and dandy. But then there's the times where it's goes into days turn into weeks turn into months and then you're like where am i going with my life i'm a terrible person even though i did absolutely nothing wrong Mm. so you know i think it's is just very ignorant for people to just be like you can't you can just don't be sad (laughs) even though that might be how i made myself come out of it 
is by telling myself that, but you can't have other people telling you that because you're yeah. not going to listen to it. It's going to make you not want to do it more. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't, that, Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's fascinating Isn't that in itself. <laughs> but I will say, what I think is very fascinating is the, is the type of people who will tell you to just get over it. And I think a lot of them exist in like the, as the Gen X boomers. It's <clears throat> a lot yeah. of our parents. That or at least I, I hear about a lot of parents being the ones mm-hmm. to say that stuff. And I wonder, I wonder what it is like that makes them think that it's, it's just that. Yeah. Well, in that day and age, mental illness was kind of a taboo thing. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily taboo, but it wasn't like oh well talked about thing like it is today. Like, yeah. you know, we'll be like, guess what my therapist said and they're yeah. like, You went to a therapist? Oh my gosh. Like that's it's just not I don't know, stigmatized back yeah. then. So it's not like I mean, my best friend's grandparents, they don't really believe that mental illness is a thing they think it's a choice and that really hurts me because i think one of them might have a mental illness but they just don't want to accept it yeah but you know once you're that old you can't can't really make them change their mind (laughs) i guess i guess not that's that's definitely that that is a that is something i've learned yeah you know you're just a certain age where it's just like you know what it's like i've been this long this like which is really sad because I don't think it's ever really too late to change, but like it makes it very hard to mm-hmm. once you reach that reach that certain level of mental state and age and you know. But uh, for the for the y- younger folks out there, keep your minds open to different things. Of course, of course, and I will say, like you mentioned about the counselor, like whenever someone talks about going to counseling, I'm just like, oh, okay, like. Probably back in the day, I'd be like, I say, what's their name? What's their number? <laughs> How do I get in contact with them? <laughs> I guess that, that, that is what makes us different, I suppose, yeah. Kylie. For, yeah. for me, it's just like, well, oh. like back in the day, I'd be like, go to a counselor? Why? Why? What happened? But now it's just like, okay, you know, it's just so commonplace. Yeah. I'm like, I think it's just good. It's a good thing. Everyone to, needs a therapist, and I, I will factually state that everyone needs a therapist. I don't care if you, you are the happiest person that I've ever met. You would need to go to a therapist, too, just sure. to talk about your day. Yeah, and I mean, I think I, I I agree. I do think it's important because depression is probably a lot easier to deal with on the onset rather than mm-hmm. like a year in. Exactly. You know? It is. And so, yeah. And you know what? Off of that note, I'm going to spin us. We're, we're reaching time. But I want to run one thing by Kylie that has stuck with me and my family for a very long time now. And I need to see what she thinks. Okay. Um, so, yes, this is this is kind of a quick thing. You know, we don't, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not stupid deep. Okay. In fact, it's very shallow. <clears throat> um, so, back in the day. Um, you had Krispy Kreme donuts, I'm sure. Yes. No, Nice Limestone. Um, big deal, Krispy Kreme donuts. Um, <laughs> sometimes my mom would get like some specialty ones. So let's say that she got them on a Sunday. Um, we would go with her, whatever. We'd pick them out, maybe, and we'd come back home, and it'd be it'd be great. And um, okay, so there's um, three of us sharing it: my brother, my mom, and myself. And there was twelve donuts, so that naturally is four for each of us. Mm-hmm. And um, my brother, older than me, yet again sly, snide man. Uh, you know, maybe he'd eat two of his on Sunday and then, like, one on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, whatever. Like, he'd, just, he'd get done quick. I, myself, am a, am a savoring person. I would maybe eat one on Sunday, maybe one on Monday, probably not one on Tuesday, and then i maybe, like, eat one on Wednesday, one on Thursday. Half of one. <laughs> sure, exactly. Like, I, I don't have an issue with that. Like, them getting stale is not a big problem to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, we each had our allocation. And, of course, my brother and my mom finished theirs pretty quick, and there I was. I think I may have had one left on, and I was going to, I was planning on eating it on maybe Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. We bought it, we got them on Sunday, so maybe one would assume 
that they were going to get stale. Mm -hmm. So I wake up Thursday morning, and lo and behold, it's gone. And guess who the one who ate it was? None other than my brother Jacob. And he will die on this hill. He does not admit any fault in that because he says that he was only doing what was just and right for the situation of the donut not eating stale and for the donut just being good at that point. So, Kylie, um, I ask you this now. Maybe it's not about the donut. But what, what, do you, what do you make of that situation? Like, what do you think? Do you think that he is just in his wanting to eat it and not eating stale? Or do you think, is that, oh, or is the donut still mine? No, 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 does no. that make sense? It that, is still yours. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And hot dog. We go back and forth on that still today. And I'm happy you have some sense in your brain where you're not like... Okay, look. Uh, so, sorry I'm interrupting. No, no, it's fine. I, I asked. I asked. Okay, so I have three older sisters, right? I'm the youngest. I get babied my whole life. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 yada, yada. I'm the chosen one in my family, apparently. Sure. Ark of the Covenant, if you will. <laughs> okay. Sisters' words, not mine. But uh, if we ever had leftovers or if we had something of the sort, we would write our names on it or like carve our names with our nails, whatever. Naturally. It's yours. And if you touch that food, you better repay <laughs> with yeah. it without, if you touch it without asking. See, if he had asked first and you'd be like, yeah, it's fine. Not yes. a big deal. But because he just took it, that's a no, no, red eggs, red <laughs> eggs fight gonna happen. <laughs> we throw down for some leftover Mexican food. Let me tell you, <laughs> nails scratching out eyes. Oh man, maybe not that bad, but you know, <laughs> I would be very upset. Okay, you know what? Thank you, again. because still to this day, we'll talk about. It. He knows if we talk about the donut story, quote unquote, he'll know and he'll and he'll talk about it. And he'll say he thinks he's just, and I'm just he's wrong. I understand where he's coming from. But that I mean, doesn't yeah, make it right. <laughs> exactly. Like, here's the thing. is you can understand, like, his reason, but the yeah. the, lo- the logic is just not there. Like, you got, like, if you that asked, yeah. I'd have been like, It yeah, doesn't take whatever. away the, the fact that it was still your donut and yes. that you needed to be asked before, like, he needed to ask you before. Exactly. He I think did anything with it. Exactly. Even, like, throwing it away. Unless it had, like, mold all over it, you don't touch it. Exactly. Unless you ask first. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> like, me and my sister's put our food in the same like to go food in the same box if we have the same thing mm-hmm. like we did the well, last time my sister was home we went to our mexican restaurant Los Rojas, and we both got grilled chicken nachos and you know that's a huge plate of nachos so naturally we had leftovers so i got it out and she was like don't you touch my food and it's like you're gonna give me half of that i was like "Uh uh-uh you did not have half of this more than half of this is mine she's like well then give me mine i was like i was going to (laughs) like to this day, she's like 25 and I'm 21. Like, it's still a thing. Law so, and order. Law and order. It just makes sense, dang <laughs> it. just it. makes sense, dang it. <laughs> well, I'm happy we get to end on a, a cordial note that's yes. very easy. Yes, yes, yes. And so, Kylie, as we near the end and are basically at the end, now is your time to give any closing remarks you have for the people. Any, It could be a story. It could be a word. It could be nothing. Um, anything you like, anything you fancy, something you want to tell the people. She's standing up, getting close. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> We've been trying to do you Patrick Cars extended warranty. <laughs> I almost fell. She's almost fallen out of her chair after that knockout punch of a joke. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> I'm glad it's concise. Uh, I'm glad we get a good message out of that. I don't uh, even think I said it correctly, yeah, to be honest. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. We get the I'll sentiment. Admit it. Scam phone calls, man. I'll tell you what. 
But anyway, yes, thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> Kylie, it's been great to have you on. Thank you for having me. It's a me. shame we had so many unfortunate technical difficulties. <laughs> this is probably like... Next time. We'll yes, get it good. next time. Maybe we'll I'll get, get like time. two good mics, decent software that's not all free and like janky. Yes. And we'll be able to have a, a good, clean you know, podcast. Um, so yes, thank you again, Kylie. It's been of course. a pleasure having you on. Anytime. Uh, of course. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, it's past my bedtime. And I will see... Or talk to you all next time. Goodbye now. Good night. <laughs>